This episode is brought to you by State Farm. There's no better feeling than a personal win, and the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. This episode is brought to you by Modelo. What does a true fan look like? It's cheering the loudest. It's never missing a game, no matter what. And for that, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Because you are a fighter, and Modelo is your reward. Modelo, the mark of a fighter. Shop delivery or pickup options near you at ordermodello.com. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. What's up, everybody? I'm JJ John G. Stramski. And I'm Jason Goff. And if you haven't heard, The Ringer has gone local. I'm bringing the fire. I'm bringing the rain from the Big Apple with my show, New York, New York. And I'm repping Chi-Town with my new show, The Full Go on All Things Chicago. We've got episodes three nights a week with all the reaction to the local teams and guests. Plus bonus episodes around all the big games and storylines. So whether you're uptown, downtown, in the burbs, or a transplant. Make sure you follow New York, New York, and The Full Go on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome into the final week of the Ringer NFL show, the Tuesday edition, the Players Edition with James Jones, Ryan Shazier. I am Jason Goff, and we are fresh off of Super Bowl 56, being on Radio Row and talking to the peeps, watching James Jones in his resplendent outfits, sitting up there at the NFL Network uh, you know, broadcast site doing his thing with Steve Smith and the boys. It was good to see that and good to see Ryan Shazier uh, out in L.A. It was good to see you guys. And then we had a game. We had a game, the entire thing from start to finish. As the days and hours have, have gone past since Sunday's big game, I've, I've gained more of an appreciation for the game. It's kind of like if you let an album sit with you for a little bit and you listen to it again. I've watched the game twice now. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it another spin because, you know, during the day, if it ain't a Bulls game, I ain't got nothing going on. But that game was – it was unique in that I don't think either team played – crazy good or crazy bad but the money players made enough plays in money times right Aaron Donald made the plays that he had to play at the and make it the end obviously closing out the game Cooper Cup a guy that we've talked about a lot on this show uh just pretty much went basketball. It was like one-on-one, like, all right, cool. This These next three possessions, throw the ball my way. I'm going to make something happen. But the ins and outs of the games, fellas, like the, the small things. Like I thought Bryson Hopkins played a magnificent game, especially in the second half, for a guy who wasn't expected to be a contributing factor at all coming into these playoffs, right? I mean, Logan Wilson and I believe his kid's name is Jermaine Pratt, the linebacker for uh, the Cincinnati Bengals, played outstanding football until Logan Wilson gets the uh, the holding penalty right there on, on the goal to go. Um, there were so many storylines, so many things that stuck out. Joe Burrow versus Matt Stafford, which legacy was going to be written. Uh, James, it was it was a fun game to watch. Uh, I was glad there was – there wasn't a lot of penalties until the last two, three minutes of the game, which a lot of Cincinnati fans are upset about. But what stuck out to you the most from that game if you were trying to write an overarching theme about what we saw on Sunday night? Well, the two things that stuck out to me, well, I'm going to say three things. Uh, right. Number one, when OBJ went out, I thought the game was over for the Rams um, strictly because there was no one that could win a one-on-one matchups. And that was including Cooper Cup. 
Nobody was winning a one-on-one matchup for Matthew Stafford to go to the ball. And to be honest with you, as I was there at the game with my wife, I'm watching the game, and when OBJ went out, the whole game, besides that very last drive, there was no sighting of Cooper Cup. There was, there was no sighting. I'm, and I'm sitting up there watching like, Cooper's going to have to make a play if they're going to win this game. Like, straight up, like, Matthew Stafford is trying to get the ball out to these third and fourth wide receivers, and they deed up. They cannot win a one-on-one matchup. And I'm like, Cooper's going to have to make a putt with OBJ being out. Last drive, even though the Bengals had plenty of opportunities to put that game away because the Rams could not run the ball and they could not find themselves on what they wanted to do on the offensive side of the ball when OBJ went out of that game. The very last drive, Matthew Stafford gets the ball and he goes up and down the field, and that's when you finally got the Cooper Cup side. And he probably had five catches, four catches for 50 yards, and that touchdown to take him down there and, uh, you know, get him the Super Bowl MVP. You know what I'm saying? But we all seen the throw by Matthew Stafford. We've seen throws by Matthew Stafford. I've been saying all season long and all year long, I know Matthew Stafford will make those mistakes, but when you talk about just strictly a professional thrower of the football. There's nobody like him, man. You put him in the categories with the Aaron Rodgers, the Patrick Mahomes, the Tom Brady, whoever, the Josh Allen, whoever you think has his arm, he is in that conversation, man. He is a special arm talent, and he showed it on the last drive. And then my third point, how in the hell? And I tweeted this, you know, because I was watching the game the next day like you two. How in the hell is the best player on the football field for the Cincinnati Bengals not on the field on the very last drive? And that is JoJo Mixon. That's not Joe Burrow. Joe Mixon has been the best offensive player on your team all game long. I mean, he's throwing touchdowns. You handing the ball off to him. He running through tackles. And third and one, you give it. I don't even know, buddy. Name off. Samaj J. P. Ron. P. Ron. P. Ron. They went quick game, James. I, no, I was no, wondering. No. I'm talking about the third and one. Third and one, fourth and one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. boy, third yeah. and one, they handed it off to P. Ron. He don't get a yard and don't even reach the ball out there. But I'm like, how? JoJo Mixon is. It ain't arguably. He a top three back in the National Football League. Three? Three. And, and when I say three, I mean do it all. The boy catch it. The boy run it. You know what I'm saying? Like, he don't never get tackled by the first person. I mean, even when there was nothing there all game long, he was finding a way to get one or two yards. Yeah, and I know he mad. I know he mad. I, so, don't under, I don't understand how he was not on in the game on that last possession, man. Your best player is in the Super Bowl and your best player at this time in this game is on the sideline and I don't and I'm talking about receiving and running I just didn't understand it and another thing I didn't understand to finish it off and I'll let Ryan go the whole game we've been triple teaming Aaron Donald <laughs> and on the last play of the game we're gonna say you got him by yourself you felt good about this hey hey the first 65 players is like hey we done wore him out like, like, these like, next 10 on. single like block when, <laughs> like, when, like when we broke the huddle we say you got him no, no. Hey, on that, hey, on that play, on that, on that play, you gotta know. Hey, we gotta double him. Even if that ain't the play call, you look, you look at the right tackle. Like, hey, if man, it's anybody that we putting eyes on is Aaron Donald. Man, get him. Yeah. James on oh, fourth yeah. and one. 
You heard what Sean McVay said before the play. Everybody in the stadium was saying it. And I know I Dale show said it. I'm like, fourth and one, Aaron Donald about to make a play. <laughs> Aaron Donald about to make a play. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest, man. I'm, I'm truly happy that the Super Bowl was in was in L.A. Because, like, like it's kind of cool because it really had the L.A. experience. Like, the LA, like it's like people don't understand the L.A. experience. I'm just going to explain y'all my experience when I was at the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, here I'm, we go. No, I just want to say, because, you know, James Jones. <laughs> oh, man. You know it. He's on TV yeah. every day. He's Somebody got to work, man. Somebody got to work. <laughs> he's, in, he's in L.A. consistently. But, you know, we, we got to go on Radio Row. You know, I got to, I got to interview, you know, Najee. I got to interview Cam. Yeah. Wow. You know, uh. James, I mean, Jason over here interviewing Emmett Smith. Yeah, he got, he got, these hall, guys. He got you know hall of famers and all that. He got hall of famers. Hey, you ain't lying, Anthony man. Anderson came over. Hey, you, know, hey, you, know, hey, you ain't Anderson. lying, right? Because when I'm looking at his Twitter, he like, yeah, I don't interview Michael Jordan and Emmett Smith. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, like, yeah. Got a oh, WWE man, was, superstar <laughs> sitting down with the kid. You, you know, know what yeah, I'm so, so, so the experience is crazy. So, so this is just the whole experience. So this is the Radio Row experience. Then if you go out, that going out experience, you try to get into any club. You could be on the list, and they go hit you with a, I don't know you. I was <laughs> I was standing in line next to Jamie Foxx, and he was still waiting to get in. And I'm like, it's yeah. Jamie Foxx. You know what I'm saying? Hey. The, the LeBron wife walked right by me. She walked in. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to we Savannah like James. A, yes, uh, shout out to her. You know what I'm saying? I was We went to a Drake concert. It was pretty dope. You couldn't get it. Dude, I didn't even think it was COVID anymore. <laughs> it, it, it then, it LA then, turned into Atlanta real quick, didn't yeah, it? You know, but, but the thing that's so crazy is in Pittsburgh, we don't have this at all. Yeah. In Pittsburgh, we don't have this. So unlike, you know, Jason, I mean, James, oh, I didn't go to the game. Jason went back home. Yeah. So I had to be a bystander and watch the game from somebody's house. <laughs> the house I watched the game from was worth $120 million. There you go. Man, that's better than being at that's better than being at the game. I know the food. I know the food was fire and all that. Food fire. I'm already knowing. Yeah, chili is at the house. I'm like, what's going on? Man, (laughs) hey, you had it better than me because I'm looking at my wife. I done walked around the whole sofa looking for French fries. Ain't nowhere to be found. (laughs) I'm like, man, come on. Everybody hot. (laughs) I had I my drink. I had my drink in my hand before it was done. It was like, you need another one. You, you know, so the L.A. experience was pretty dope. And I, I think that that's what people, you know, want when they want a Super Bowl. They like yeah. have experiences like that. You go you go to a party, you see Jamie Foxx, you see all the stars. Mm-hmm. And I think that's pretty dope, Dwayne Johnson on the field and things like that. So I think this shout weekend to, was a – Shout out to The Rock's outfit too, by the way. Yeah. People yeah. was tripping on his outfit. I thought he looked good. Thought he looked I, good. Do, I, did, no, I, did, I do too. I do too. Yeah. And I think, that, I think the overall experience, this week was a, a great experience for L.A. as a city, but also America, because I think this game provided everything that everybody wanted, really, because the people that was supposed to step up in these games did step up. Odell stepped up when he when they asked him to, but he got hurt. Jamar Chase stepped up. You know, he had some big plays. He got hurt. And then the, the thing that's so crazy is everybody said the reason the Cincinnati Bengals are going to lose this game is because they're O-line. And that's exactly why they lost. You know, so I think we that we got everything that we expected to get in this game. The only people that might I, I would think that was mad at this game 
could have been Cincinnati fans. But other than that, I think everybody else had to enjoy the game. The halftime show was probably one of the best halftime shows I've ever seen. Speaking of that, you know, the L.A. experience, you know, Jay always the one teeing us up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, Bay, I'm a Bay Area boy, you know what I mean? But I'm a Cali boy, man. You know what I mean? So, Jay, I'm going to tee you up first, man. Halftime show, man. What you think of the halftime show, yeah, man? Yeah, one, one to one to ten. What you rating it, man? I'm giving it an eight. An eight? an eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm giving it an eight. Um, why, so you see better? You see better? Why not a ten, man? Man, that Beyonce halftime show when when she had you know old white people you know setting themselves on fire because they thought the Black Power movement was coming. That that was strong. That was and I mean Purple Rain, man. You know Prince Prince singing Purple Rain while it's starting to rain like. You, it's it's hard to get it's hard to get better musicianship and, and and a better overall performance. But you know what I love about the halftime performance is we were sitting back in the cup like, man, I can't wait till they give us one. I can't wait till they hip hop <laughs> it out. And what we do, we went out there and looked like the classic rock folks. Like like we you know hip hop is in that stage now where it's forty forty two years old as a genre forty three years old so now hip hop out here paying taxes and putting away money for college tuition right and that's exactly what that stage looked like you had Snoop up there in a in a like in a, a Gucci crip rag pretty much hey, with the, hey. with, the, with, the, with the Rams with the Rams piping he looked great right Dre looked amazing and of course sonically you know what you're gonna get out of Dre right he ain't gonna cut no corners eminem did what any rich white man could do which is buck all the rules and say i'm a kneel even if y'all tell me i'm not gonna kneel you know and then of course you got you got mary right mary back out here with an album she back out here with the thirst traps on instagram every every older brother looking at her like mary still mary from 1992 i and then kendrick right kendrick's got new music dropping here soon and when you talk about not only musicianship, because the man has a Pulitzer Prize. Like, people need to stop acting like hip-hop is so hidden and it's so, you know, it's still behind the curtain. That man has a Pulitzer Prize, and he was standing next to a billionaire who was standing next to the head of Def Jam who was standing next to another billionaire. Like, hip-hop is American culture. So the Super Bowl represented that. And like you said, right, the Super Bowl is a slice of Americana. It's a national holiday. Right. And shout out to whoever planned it. But it was the day before Valentine's Day this year. So a lot of people's pockets got tapped before they actually got tapped. But I was down with it, man. I was down with the entire performance. I enjoyed I enjoyed all of it because I enjoy all their music. So what was your fa- what was your favorite part of the halftime show? Favorite song, favorite song, favorite part. When the still D.R.E. chords drop, when yeah, you hear yeah. the dun, 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 yeah. it's a rap. It's yeah, a rap. Yeah. It don't matter yeah, where yeah. you at. There's certain things that's going to make you feel a certain way. And that was it. Um, Kendrick, you know, all right is like a, you know, that's like a Negro spiritual these days. You know, like <laughs> last five, six years, yeah. like when, when all right came out. Right. Yeah, yeah. We, we knew it was going to be a smash and it hasn't, it hasn't. Um, time hasn't done it any worse for wear. Like, it's still a classic song. So, top to bottom, I thought the halftime show was amazing. And on top of it, I just love everybody, like I said, setting themselves on fires on Twitter. Like, get these hoodlums off the stage. Yeah. I'm like, talk about three billionaires and like four 40 year olds. Oh, they was tripping They was tripping on Twitter? Oh, my God. You already know, though. I mean, it's oh it's inventory. Gosh. Yeah, it's, it's, oh it's inventory. What you, what you think of it, Rod? What's, what's your, what's, I'm, what's, I'm not going to lie. What's I'm giving it? 
I'm, I'm giving it a 10. I'm giving yeah. it a 10. Me personally, because I was just, I'm just listening to the music. You know, it's like everything was hits. I yeah. feel like every song can relate with everybody. Like Amazing. every song, like, and you know, I, like I went to lunch with a good friend of mine the next day. And he, he's like 60, 65. And he was like, uh, a lot of people may know some of the artists, but like they, they definitely heard some of their songs, but they don't all know them, you know? Mm-hmm. And, but they said, he said they felt that they played the, the right songs and it made everybody, you know, rock their head and enjoy the moment. So I, I man, me personally, I loved it. I loved it. I'm a yeah. big Kendrick fan. And to me, you know, like Eminem is, you know, one of the greatest artists of all oh, time. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. when I was just listening, you know, I'm listening to everybody. But uh when when he played Lost Yourself, I'm like, damn, this is a good song. Lose yourself is an amazing song. <laughs> I was, I was and like, if he was still rapping like that, we'd still be bopping to his music. What's crazy is, is I was at the game with my wife, and that's the only song I stood up for to sing. When it came <laughs> Bro, out, lose yourself, that, man. You lose yourself. I'm like, man, I've been. I, this came out when we was in high school, and I'm in there doing push-ups, man. <laughs> you only get one shot, man. You hear mom's spaghetti? It's a wrap. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Knees lick, arms as heavy as vomit on your sweater already. I'm up there singing it like, man, show keep going, am I? I thought it was a 10 because I'm sitting up there once in 15 minutes left, and I'm like, we don't get 15 more? I'm like, why? <laughs> yeah, the game was secondary. Yeah, I'm like, why the game got to start, man? Y'all stay in, the locker- <laughs> stay in the locker room, man. Let's snoop in there and get about 15 good more minutes, man. I love it because the NFL, in, in one fell swoop, it, it turned into an HBCU game where everybody was there for the halftime. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm with you, Jay, strictly because, like, when you see how far Dre and them have come, man. you know, like when you think back to the NWA movie, come on, man, and you see all the stuff they went through, you know what I mean, to make sure that you know what I mean, like they change the, music. <laughs> yes, even the dudes that you got out there now, man, whether it's the Kanyes, whether it's the Jay Zs, whatever, like you know what I'm saying, Easy E, Dr. Dre, and all them boys, man, what they went through, they kind of made this stuff like relevant, you know, rap music, man. So to see Snoop up there and Dre up there and 50 up there and Eminem and Mary J and you know they dragged your boy 50 though. Oh, they did. Yeah. <laughs> that boy came in there hanging upside down. You can't be doing that. Oh. Hey, but listen, that's but that's just part of the in the club video. If you go see all the memes on 50 though, boy, they on his head. Bam. And you know yeah. what? Hey man. Shout out to dudes getting old and fat, damn it. <laughs> when I was listening to Bomani's podcast, he said it looked like bunk, somebody said Bunk Moreland from uh, from The Wire was hanging upside down. <laughs> like, like, like you know, 50 been, 50 been diesel his whole life. Like, can't everybody be like y'all yeah. football players always in the gym? 50 got other things going on. So, I'm getting away. I'm getting away. I'm trying to lose it, man. Uh, that's, that's funny, man. But, yeah, no, I, I thought I was just up there, man. It was kind of a proud moment for me watching. Like, man, they really – gave us the halftime show and yes it's not like it's the first black person to ever perform you talk about prince you talk about you know but it was the first one where hip-hop was center stage exactly you know what i'm saying so hip-hop being center stage knowing that you know the type of music that you're about to hear you know what i'm saying that they didn't care who heard it you know what i'm saying you know i thought i thought that was big time and just to look back i know that was a big moment for dre and snoop and them like looking back like where we come from man we at the super bowl you know what i'm saying that's why when people seen them 
you know, seeing a little video of Snoop smoking. It's only one way to do it, bro. Hey, you know hey, what I'm saying? Hey, we hey. here. You got to get a little puff up in before you go up there, man. Hundreds of shows in his life. You think this going to be the one he don't smoke at? You know what I'm saying? Right. Dude, right. Yeah. Hey, you want to know something that's crazy? So I think y'all know this. So the artists don't get paid for the Super Bowl. Y'all know that, right? No. Nah. No, they don't. Yeah. Yeah, the artists don't the artists don't get paid for the Super Bowl, but they pay for all the production and all that stuff, right? So the average cost for the Super Bowl is like 18 million. Like mm-hmm. right? And then they said it. they said this one cost 28 million because somebody paid 10 extra million to make sure it was on point. And that somebody was probably Dr. Dre. Right? <laughs> I mean, that's 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 how Anthony Anderson stunted on me on Radio Row is he, he pulled out his phone and he he showed it to me. He's like, you know, this this person called me, said, come come to the uh, sound check at SoFi right after this interview. And it said Andre Young. And I'm like, you know, I mean, Dre don't half ass anything like we waited yeah. forever for him to put out another album because sonically he's a perfectionist. So I'm not. And, and they don't get paid for it. But please believe everybody. Everybody was banging those streams as soon as that game was over. Everybody went to and, and started streaming all that music. I definitely typed in Eminem and listened to Lose Yourself today. What's crazy is, is I typed in Snoop Dogg and found out he got a 2022 album out right yeah, now. Yeah, he just dropped yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, he exactly. just dropped one. And I, and I started slapping that. I'm like, ain't this something, boy? Yeah, you yeah. Know? Oh, they know they know what to do. It's kind of like yeah. the verses, right? Like Anthony Hamilton and, uh, and, and Music Soul Child going to have some new music whether you want it or not after this Valentine's Day verses. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. There's no better feeling than a personal win, and the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. This episode is brought to you by Modelo. What does a true fan look like? It's cheering the loudest. It's never missing a game, no matter what. And for that, you deserve an ice-cold reward because you are a fighter and Modelo is your reward. Modelo, the mark of a fighter. Shop delivery or pickup options near you at ordermodelo.com. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. I want to get back to your thoughts on what happened in that game schematically because the Joe Mixon absence on top of what they did with Aaron Donald, it seemed like the Bengals... Got Aaron Donald blocked for two and a half quarters and the hubris levels just grew where it's like, oh, we can do this. Now we can start playing the spread out football that we want to play. And it's the same thing that happened against the Titans where Zach Taylor in close games throughout this postseason, you've seen the Bengals kind of treated like they're down 10 or down 12 or down 13 and go multiple wide and, and not have anybody back there. And some of the some of the explanation for Samaji Piran being in the game, they, they talked about his run blocking ability. And I know in that situation, if you got two plays that you go into the line of scrimmage with, Samaj P. Ryan, if you got a handoff, probably ain't the, you know, that's probably not the back you want to go to if you got Joe Mixon on the sideline. So schematically, you guys have been in those huddles. You guys have been in those situations. And we as fans have been yelling at the TV just like we talk about right now. Wh- what did you see in the blocking of Aaron Donald that maybe changed? And also with Samaj P. Ryan being in the game, maybe because he's a bigger, he's a better blitz picker-upper, if that's the thing. I know on the defensive side of the ball with the Steelers, we used to, at the second half of games, a lot of times, if something's not working in the first half, we already have a plan how to switch it up. Okay. Like, like, so, a, like, a, like a second install? 
Yeah, like a second install, like a second plan. Like, so, but we already know in our head, like, all right, if this don't work, we might go to this. Okay. You know, so we can change it up. And I think that's something that the, that the Rams could have did because they started changing up their, their fronts a little bit to allow Aaron to get more one-on-one opportunities. Obviously, the Bengals should see that and try to adjust. But if that's like in a halftime adjustment, it's kind of harder to make that adjustment on, on the fly. But a good coach and a good quarterback, they understand that. But at the end of, like, at the, end of the day, if you're starting to see that he's starting to get this much, he had, what, 10 pressures in the second half or nine pressures? He had, like, a lot crazy. of pressures in the no, game. He went crazy. He should have been yeah. MVP. Yes, he should have. We'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about yeah, it. He definitely should have been MVP. But, yeah, I just think the Rams, they actually changed up a lot of their schematics on the front side, not the back end, but just the front side to allow their 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 superstars to get one-on-one opportunities. They couldn't handle Ashawn Robinson for a little bit there. And, 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 and tell me if I'm wrong, James and Ryan, if y'all saw something different. But going back and watching it, they started overloading Vaughn and Floyd and Ashawn Robinson to one side and then put Donald on that other side and say, are you going to slide this protection this way or are you going to leave Quentin Spain and whoever homeboy is at the right guard out here solo dolo? And when they didn't, Midway through that third quarter, that's when all the havoc started to happen in the backfield. For me, man, just watching the game, like, and we're going to talk about the MVP, but Aaron Dotto should have been the damn MVP of the game. And the reason, no, 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 and, and the reason why is because every single time a play needed to be made and a game-winning play needed to be made, Aaron Donald showed up. And what I mean by that is they come out in the second half. They throw a bomb on Jalen Ramsey. Yes, we could be arguing face masks, offensive PI, whatever. You know what I'm saying? It was a bang. That was 100%. No, there ain't no bang, bang play, no, no, man. No. Even, <laughs> even, even, even me watching it, when I'm watching it being there, it looked like T. Higgins, like, swiped through. I mean, I know the people can't see my hands, but look like yeah. he swiped through because he does, have a, he does have an opportunity to come and go make a play on the ball. You know what right. I'm saying? I thought it was more of – Look at Jalen out here looking like an NBA player, man, flopping and all that. Like, jump, Jalen. Go up and get the ball. You see the ball, jump. Go get the ball. And then when I seen it on the replay, I'm like, ooh, he did get him on the face match. They, they should have called that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But after that play, they scored a touchdown. The very next play, it's a pick. They get a pick. Matthew Stafford throws, they get a pick. If the, if the Bengals score a touchdown right there, the game over. Yes! The game over because the Rams offense ain't doing nothing without OBJ at this point in the game. The game is over. They ain't finding nobody. They can't run it. Cooper Cup ain't doing nothing at this point of the game. Matthew Stafford ain't doing nothing. If they score, it's over. Man, to settle for three. On that third down, here come Aaron Donald wrecking the party again, sacking him for 10 yards. You know what I'm saying? And then the Rams get the ball back. Like I said, we talked about the final possession going down there. That's when Cooper Cup finally came alive and, and made some plays. You know what I'm saying? But then when JoJo Burrow and them gets the ball, two plays in a row, Aaron Donald, you stop him, you hold him to, to, to a one-yard game, maybe even a negative run, don't even let him get the first down. And then obviously we know the play that won the game, man. So for me, I don't know if Aaron Donald knew the moment, but – Every time a play needed to be made on the defense, he was the one who made the play, man. And that's that's MVP, in my humble opinion. And then, like Ryan said, when you talk about a man, 10 pressures, you know what I'm saying? That, that's causing havoc. And you got to believe on nine of those pressures, 
he was tripled and double teamed, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, just what he's doing out there is crazy, and he's freeing up Vaughn. He's freeing up, uh, you know, Leonard Floyd to come out there and cause problems. But superstars, you, the MV, to get the MVP of the game, you make plays on the game on the line. I'm not saying Cooper Cup didn't. I'm just saying Aaron Donald through that whole game did it more consistent. The Odell injury, going back to that, Ryan, when that happened, you saw – and this is the issue that I had – the Bengals allowed the Rams three or four possessions to get their shit together. Like they, 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 you know, you out here kicking field goals, punting, turning the ball over. Once, once one of the five or six best players on the field goes down for a team, you gotta step on their throat. Yeah, if your left tackle go out, oh, I'm putting my best pass rush over there to see if your backup is what it is. And you can see Van Jefferson and and and, and Skaronic or and all these other dudes. They wasn't OBJ. You know, that, that 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 game got a lot closer to the line of scrimmage, you know, and that running game, oh, boy. Like, I knew the Bengals were okay with, you know, second and eights, you know, third and sevens, third and sixes, just don't get behind the, the sticks. And they kept that same running game plan until the very end. Man, Sean McVay, if his offense ain't predicated on running the football, you saw it in the Super Bowl. Because, man, Daryl Henderson, them boys got the matchup out of the backfield catching the ball, but – Running the football, there was nothing. That 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 Bengals front seven played their asses off, and that's another read thing that stood out. Like people been sleeping on the Bengals defense sure. all the whole year, year. All. strictly because of obviously Joe Burrow and what Jamar Chase is doing and Joe Mixon. But this defense, they've been balling, man. They got some really good young players on that defense, man. They have been balling. That's why I'm not gonna be surprised. I mean, it's gonna be tough for Cincinnati to get back because you gotta mess with the Patrick Mahomes and the Justin Herberts and the Josh Allen's and all that. But the the young defense they have is gonna give them an opportunity to get back. What do you see defensively from that squad, Ryan? To me, I thought Cincinnati on the defensive side of the ball, besides the sacks, Cincinnati played a better game. If you really think about it, Cincinnati played they played they played a better game. But like you said. They kept them in the mix. If you keep somebody in the mix, they're going to show up, especially if they have the number one receiver in the league at, the, yeah. at this moment. Yeah. You know, like like he's going to show up eventually. So you have to step on their throat, and, not, and they didn't do that. So uh, they they went a lot on the they went a lot on the run the ball, but in the fourth quarter, just Cooper Cup showed up. He he not the fourth quarter, the, the last possession, the last possession because. Honestly, like the third quarter, if you really think about it, besides that bomb at the beginning of the game, the third quarter, it was pretty much just like a stalemate. It was just literally like, all right, you know, we'll get a first down here, there, punt, first down here, there, punt. You know, it was it was nothing. Both of us playing solid defense, not allowing anything to happen. And then when the and then to me, the biggest, the biggest moments of the game, you see somebody that has experience in that moment and somebody that does it. Sean McVay and Matt Stafford, obviously Matt Stafford doesn't have, uh, he doesn't have experience in the Super Bowl, but just overall experience. Yeah, 13 years in the league. And he got the most fourth quarter comeback since he came in. So Matthew Stafford know how to deliver. So in that, in that, in that situation, he was like, hey, we have to win this game now. And I remember I was talking to my friend and I was like, hey, right now it's Cooper Cup time. And he was like, hey, no matter what, we giving Cooper the ball and he he's the reason we're here, you know, like basically. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then on the deep on the on the opposite side, you seeing a coach that's inexperienced, and and that inexperience cost him the game. 
And I, I, we don't know if they would have scored a touchdown or they wouldn't have scored a touchdown, but we know that Joe Mixon could have gave you a lot more than P. Ron. You know, and and that's and that's all I'm saying. Uh, I feel like obviously Aaron Donald is one of the strongest guys in the league. Joe Mixon could have probably got one. He been getting one. He been running through arm tackles all game. He they started to loosen one. up at the end. Yes, I don't mm-hmm. understand it, man. And I ain't gonna lie. Before that last drive. I was sitting up there in that stadium with wifey, and I'm like, boy, I can't wait to get on Jason's head because <laughs> <laughs> Cooper Cup ain't showed up without OBJ on the other side. And, he and then he went God mode on your ass. <laughs> then he went God mode. And, and in my head, was- I'm, like, I'm like, he's saying this and that. I said, boy, I'm going to run Devontae on him, Hopkins on him, and all that. Yeah, yeah, bring him. Uh, hey, hey, they hey, don't man. need no help on the other side. I said, I can't wait. Then this boy went off in the last time. I looked at my wife. I said, ain't this out of me? Yeah, Arthur Fonzarelli <laughs> showed up. Popped his collar. It was like, hey. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, my man I, Cooper. Yeah. Then I started making stuff up. I'm like, man, it's because Matthew Stafford. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, oh, you, right. you know the vibes. I mean, it's all it's all Andrew Whitworth over there at the left tackle position. You know, it's, yeah. Just like Rye said, man, this was one of those games that – was very fun to watch for a fan because the big players did step up when they had to. That's all whether, you asked for. Is whether it was whether it up. was the Vons, whether it was the Aaron Donalds, whether it was the Cooper Cups, you know what I'm saying? When the game was on the line, the team that won, they superstars that make the big money. It wasn't no unsung hero and all that. They superstars put their team on their back and said, let's go get it. You know what I'm saying? And kudos to them for getting it done. Hey Jason, hey Jason, I want to say I want to say one thing though. What's up, bro? This, this before this game, there was a lot of calling out on both sides. You know, Jalen was calling people out. Eli Apple was calling people out. And I'm gonna be honest, Jalen or Eli Apple did not have a good game. Jalen did they not have a good game. Got their asses tossed. Boy. Both <laughs> hey, it's both. crazy. It's crazy you say that, right? Because we ain't heard nothing from Jalen at all. You know what I'm saying? Like. You know what I mean? We ain't seen him holding a trophy. We ain't he's, seen. He's not happy about his performance and the the signature play that T Higgins play hurt his hurt I his whole vibe. Believe that boy's still at the house. Like man, I got to get back to one of these next year to be able to get on this big stage. Because everybody also saying, "Hey, if Aaron didn't make a play, you was beat." Boy, <laughs> he beat if JoJo looking over there right now, like off the rip, just down. Say hike. I'm looking at Chase. He beat. That's possibly a touchdown. Yeah. He did not have his best outing. So I know he like, I'm a Super Bowl champ. I'll take it. You know what I mean? That's what be they, quiet that's, about this That's one. why it's the ultimate team sport. But you know what I'm saying? I ain't going to be calling nobody out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was, a, that was another thing. Jamar Chase showed that he is truly elite. Special. You know because to be honest with you, I was one of those ones who was kind of questioning it too. I know the young fella got everything you want. You know what I mean? He got the speed. He got the hands. He got the quickness. He break tackles. He explosive. All that. He got everything you want to be a bona fide superstar in this league. But I'm like, early in his career, he really ain't experienced the the DB over there looking at the other side of the huddle. Like, let me see where he was side he going to. Yep, break. I'm going to him. You know what I'm saying? He really ain't experienced that. You know what I'm saying? This game, he experienced that. And he was cooking, Ramsey, man. I thought, I mean, even the Tyler Boyd run. Even the times he didn't get balls, he was killing them. And yes, speak on it, Jay. That Tyler Boyd drop. It's a first down. It's a Chase first. was open too. But I'm just saying, if he catches, that's a first down and possibly game over. They go 
eat the clock and Matthew Stafford and him going to get that ball back with a minute. There's a few moments Ooh. where, like, I'm keeping funky with y'all. I didn't think the Bengals were going to lose the game until Aaron Donald sack. Like, I thought – Who are you the game, the game didn't seem like it was in control the entire even – when, even when the Bengals were down. I was like, all they got to do is score. When it was 20 to 14, after that T. Higgins touchdown, I, I told my wife, I said, there's no way the Rams win this game. They're not – because the Bengals ain't going to be stupid. They're not going to force nothing. And the offense can't do anything. They cannot move they the ball. I'm they like, couldn't. there's no way they're going down this field scoring a touchdown. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I say kudos to Matthew Stafford and Cooper yeah. Cup because they willed their team. They yeah. willed their team to that drive, man. I mean, fourth and one, a little quick quick little fly sweep to Cooper Cup to get the first down. And to me, that's a dangerous play. That's, that's a, a ballsy dangerous. call because if you lose the Super <laughs> Bowl over. on that call – and you already know you're going to be in tax hell. Your OBJ got a torn ACL. Vaughn Miller going to be a free agent. Like, that was that's a that's a legacy-ending play right there if that don't go the way it was supposed to go. But Sean McVay knew I'm down 20 to 14. If I don't go for this and get this first down, I'm not getting the ball back. Hey, that flea flicker. When when they when they play when they hit the end around flea flicker, I was like, oh shit, this is a kitchen sink game for the Rams. You already knew it was a kitchen yep. sink game for right. for when Joe Mixon throwing footballs, yeah. like you know it's a kitchen sink game for Cincinnati. That's what I'm saying. Joe was your best player on the field and he's not on it. He's still I don't on understand, it. man. I'm not even a Bengals fan, and I'm sitting there like, how JoJo ain't in It didn't make sense. It don't make no sense, man. That's like the Marshawn Lynch one-yard line. You talking about the whole series, your best running back is on the sideline watching in the Super Bowl? Come on now, man. Come on now. J Jason, you, you you understand, though, if you watch every Super Bowl, every Super Bowl got trick plays in it. Yeah. Every Every yeah. super because you think about it, like, like an onside been, kick in the New Orleans one, like something, something funky gonna happen. Right? Like you, you, pra you practice on it every year. You practice on it every I mean, all year long, and it's like, hey, this is the last game of the year. It's like I'm not about to take this off for next year, you know. <laughs> especially, if, especially if the game close and you like not losing, but you're trying to make sure you get some extra motive, uh, motivation, or, uh, juice. Or every every team do it. It just some people flea flickers are are plays are are crazier than others. Like a wheel, like a like like a fake wheel route misdirection. That's a trick play if you really think about it. We didn't have no trick plays our Super Bowl. We was just better. But y'all were better. Y'all were better than y'all were better than us. Y'all probably did have one. Y'all let me go back and watch that game. Shit, man. Yeah, I'm not messing with James right now with this. Hey, what what about the one you lost though? What about the one you lost? Y'all damn sure I ain't never lost a Super Bowl. Damn, Ryan. I was gonna say don't don't go there. He only played. He played in the one he wanted. I played in the one we won. Wasn't no trickery. We just you know. Talk about your little league one. Talk about your little league one. I'm not messing with both of y'all right now. This episode is brought to you by Indeed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Ringer NFL. Just go to Indeed.com slash Ringer NFL right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. So Aaron Donald, before the game, there was a lot of speculation. There was some rumors, some reports. Michelle Tafoya uh, confirmed the report that Aaron Donald was contemplating retirement before this game. And anytime I hear guys contemplating retirement while in season, to me that means you getting ready to walk away. <laughs> because, I mean, and y'all can speak to it better than I can. Uh, the game is so physical, so dangerous, so fast. You got to be so so disciplined and so responsible at all times that, you know, letting down seemingly that edge is, is hard. It's tough to get back. I mean, hell, Ben Roethlisberger for the last couple of years, people have hinted at re- retirement for Ben. This year he actually did it. But we've seen Ben's play over the last couple of years not be the play that we remember. The fact that Aaron Donald pulled a Barry – well, if he does retire, pulled a Barry Sanders or Calvin Johnson – while winning a Super Bowl, it speaks not only to his legacy, but his dominance as an NFL player. Like, I don't know if he's going to retire. I don't know if he's feeling the kind of way. But if he does walk away, it's one of the greatest endings to an NFL career we can possibly imagine. Like, Giannis getting 50 in an elimination game seven. Yeah, go ahead and get a sack and, and, and a TFL in the last two plays as a defensive tackle in the Super Bowl that you're playing in the home city. Like, I don't know if you could write a storybook ending better than that. Number one, just even hearing you say that, that will suck for the NFL. I don't even care about the Rams right now. That will suck for the NFL, man. You know what I mean? Because this is one of the greatest players, if not arguably the greatest D-tackle to ever play the game and walk away eight years into the game in his prime. I mean, you're talking about, I think he got seven all pros. You know what I'm saying? Three defensive players in the year, just won a Super Bowl. Like for me, he, he's had, had, he hasn't had any serious injuries. You know what I mean? I think somebody said earlier when I was looking on Twitter, it said, you know, he missed out of eight years, he missed two games. And those two, games, what, those two games wasn't due to injury. In the trenches too. You know what I'm saying? So for me, this, this right here would suck for the NFL because you're losing arguably the greatest player you know, that's ever played the D-tackle position way too early. And then obviously for the Rams, when I look at the Rams, they're built to get back there. You know what I'm saying? You fight, you got all these dudes who want to come back. Von Miller continues to say, I want to come back and play with AD. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, you know, money-wise, ain't none of these dudes, OBJ ain't pressed for money, Von ain't pressed for money. You know what I'm saying? So you're able to still kind of put put together a really good team. You know what I'm saying? You're going to get Robert Woods back, you know what I mean, with the Cooper Cup. You know, Cam Akers will be healthier. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you get a couple pieces on that old line like this team could be back. So it's not like you're a Barry Sanders leaving a terrible team or Calvin Johnson get running away from the league early, leaving a terrible team. You have a chance to go get ring number two. You know what I'm saying? Like your team is built to win. So for me, it was suck for the National Football League. But like you say, I agree with you too, Jay. I was one of them ones. I had went to the Chargers. And in training camp, right when I stepped in the field in training camp, you know, after the first, second practice, I came to my wife and I said, I'm done. I said, like, you know, I said, I don't love the grind no more. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, usually if I drop the ball in practice, I lose sleep. I wouldn't sleep because I'm like, man, I'm a perfectionist. I care about the game and all that, you know. But like, man, I can't be out there looking crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
But I would drop a ball, San Diego, man. I go home. What we? What's up? I'm laughing with Keenan. Hey kids, how y'all feeling? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm laughing with Keenan Allen and them like it ain't never happened. Like it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? And and that's when I I told her I said I feel like I'm cheating the game. Like you know, I mean, I'm not giving them my all. I'm I'm checked out. Like you know, I can't really sell out for the game no more. So I'm like I'm done. And she was like, pray about it. You know what I mean? Pray about talk about it. And and I did for about a week. And I came back. Woke up feeling the same way. Yeah, I went up. (laughs) I went up to the Chargers. I said thank y'all. (laughs) <laughs> you know, but I, I, you know, so you're right when you're thinking about certain stuff during the season, you know what I mean? And this for me was early in training camp, but you know, season about to get started. I'm like, man, I, it's a wrap, you know? So if he's thinking about it during season and it's like, man, I got my kids. I want to do this. I want to do that. You know, whatever. You in LA. Like, it could be a strong possibility that, you know, and you walking away with the Super Bowl, but I hope not. I mean, I'm going to let Ryan go, but I hope not, man. I hope we know this is not the last we've seen of Aaron Donald. Yeah, so Aaron, a friend of mine, I ain't talking to him about this though. But I, I seen on ESPN, uh, he he was like, "Man, th- those words never even came out of his mouth." So it was kind of crazy, you know, for people, you know, for that to come they, out. They, they, they didn't come out. They didn't come out of Tom Brady's mouth when they broke it too, right? I know. Like, yeah. you know, like when that when when you got to answer when you got. And I'm not saying he is going to retire, but like when you got to answer those questions when this many integrity-filled reporters get a hold of a story like that and triple source it, double source it, they talking to somebody close to him, you know? But the thing is, I, with Aaron, I know that he uh, he definitely loved, like, the city of Pittsburgh and stuff. He like L.A. too. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's he's one, he, to me, it will be crazy if he retired because this, this Hall of Fame class will be, will be crazy yeah. if you really think about it. Tom Brady. Ben Robinsberg, Aaron Donald, Gronkowski. It's like, yeah, it you know is that to me it's that's crazy greats. to have. First of all, you might have the two greatest offense and defensive players retire in the same year. Oh, by the way, you might be the greatest tight end of all time too, right? Yeah, and Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no? I mean, it's all, you can argue it for sure. You know what I'm saying? Blocking but, receiving know, combo. Blocking not- receiving and all that. I mean, you could argue for sure. Talking, 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 nice. Yeah, but he wasn't blocking nobody like Rob yeah. was. He wasn't blocking nobody. But, I mean, it's a lot of tight ends that you just see. I mean, even when I look at Antonio Gates' stats and all that, and Gates was a – Gates – Gates was a different beast at that tight end position. And he, he might not he might not block like Gronk, but Gronk wasn't moving and running like him neither, like route running and all that. I mean, Gates got day near 100 touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Boy, I don't know what he got, but it's close to that. It'd be bad. It'd be bad if Aaron Donald walked away for the league because he's one of those dudes you don't have to – like, Roger Goodell loves the dudes they ain't got to worry about. <laughs> you ain't got to worry about Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald hanging with his family, playing football, being famous in L.A. Like, like, like he he's chilling. Worry about it. Yeah, exactly. So he's one of those dudes that the league definitely, obviously, wants to keep around uh, as we as we get closer and closer to the offseason. I can't believe we don't have any football coming up here soon. Now, of course, we got to get ready for the draft. Got to get ready for the offseason. And, you know, we'll be dropping in. Hopefully, you guys will be jumping on the Full Go podcast with me, you know, talking a little football. Really, really quick. Yeah. Antonio Gates got almost a thousand receptions. Yeah, and he got a hundred and sixteen touchdowns at the tight end position. Oh no, no, yeah, that's, it, bro, yeah. that's dumb, dumb, right? There. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it's, 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 it's Shannon. Hey. It's Antonio. It's Tony. Uh, sh- shout out to Ozzy Newsom back in the day because Ozzy was doing That's doing crazy. it before the the yards and catches started piling up for tight ends. Right? I mean, don't get That's me wrong. Crazy. All time great. I didn't know we had that many in terms of size, speed, and. And blocking and all that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I might have to go with Rob on this one. Might have to go. He was hurt. Said. He was hurt a whole bunch. So was Antonio. Antonio yeah, played yeah, that that, that, forever. That's another thing. Gates was hurt. Missed a lot of. Ah, let me see, Rob. I got to see this. Rob, Rob got like all the playoff stuff too, though. Yeah, and and the titles too, right? And the big moments in Super Bowl games too. So you know. It's, it's, but it's a good it's a good conversation to have. That would be a crazy, crazy class of Rob Gronkowski, Tom Brady, and Aaron Don. That's a great point. Uh, this Ryan. man just gonna forget about Ben. Like that's crazy. I didn't forget about Ben. I just you, know. <laughs> you didn't say his name. <laughs> <laughs> that is, it's the last shot of the season as as, as we go out on the final hey, pod. Is, is, is Ben first ballot? Don't do this. All right, I'm out. All right, we call, but I'm just I'm, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not going. I'm not going to play this bro, game. He's definitely not Ryan, Ryan, don't answer that. Don't, don't answer that. You know what James doing right now? You know what he doing right answer? now? No, I, I understand that. <laughs> don't mess with James. So that mean Eli? That mean Eli's first ballot? Ben's better than Eli. Don't do that. Don't do that. I mean, you talking about? I mean, shoot. I mean, Pull up all this stuff. Eli got all this stuff. He like the Super, Bowl. Super Bowl MVPs. Yeah, bro, I understand. Bro, see, hey, ben has, oh, hey, hey, Malcolm Smith have a Super Bowl MVP too. Oh, yeah, but Eli got, oh, he just, Eli got two. Hey, that's all I'm saying. Eli got two, so that means yeah. two mean it's not accident. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> hey, I'm gonna be honest. Tom Brady got a few, and uh, hey, I remember James White was supposed to get one. Hey, was supposed to get one. Edelman was supposed to get one. You feel me? Like, hey, it right. happened like that. Ryan, stop taking the bait. Stop taking the I bait from this man. I ain't worried about this, this man. man. <laughs> if Big Ben first ballot, that mean Eli first ballot, man. Yeah, yeah, he, he ain't no more guy. No, I hate man. So as we as we wrap this thing up, the uh, the Steelers and the Packers and the Bears did not go away with the Super Bowl title this year. So nobody will be uh, celebrating on this on this pod the way they might have been going into the season. Hell, I knew the Bears weren't going to win it. Uh, and in your heart of hearts, you both knew the Packers and the Steelers weren't going to win it. Uh, the far too early, the far too early Super Bowl matchup for next year. You got to call it now. If you guys are looking at the landscape, obviously we haven't gone through free agency, haven't gone through the draft, don't know where Aaron Rodgers is going to play, don't know where Russell Wilson is going to play. Well playing, man. Well Look playing. at you. Look at you. I, that's why I said it. Uh, far too early Super Bowl prediction for next year. Give it to me. Mine. I would love to, and I'll go first. I would love to see what we all been waiting to see, and that is a State Farm Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers versus Pat Mahomes. And I think it will only be right to see it on the biggest stage in the world. Two of the greatest arm talents and quarterbacks that we've ever seen. But not only that, two of the greatest fan bases. You know what I mean? So, you know, it'll just be – I just feel like it'll be a lit Super Bowl if it if it was them. You know what I'm saying? The State Farm Super Bowl 12 versus Patty Mahomes. And obviously it's all the stardom around them, you know, the Aaron Jones, the Devontae Adams, the Tyreek Hills, the Travis Kelsey. I just feel like that'll be one to where it'll be like, oh, shoot, what's going to happen? All right. That's a good one. That's a good one. Take it back to the old school. All right, Rock, what you got? I think, don't, I think, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't no, do no, it. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. 
I think I think I think Buffalo Bills are gonna make it. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. I think this the Chiefs like like run is going like is going this way now. Four AFC championships. You think this? Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Hey, this is about time. This is like the peak. Four, four. That means it's about to start going down. All right, and then I think I don't know, man. Like for some reason, Kyle Shanahan always does a good job. Of like staying in the mix, man. Like, oh, I, I hate you so much right now. You gonna kick you gonna this. think he gonna be there with a the young fella? I don't, I don't know if it's the young fella. Hey, somebody told me that Brady likes San Francisco. You oh know. no! <laughs> man. See, I'm I'm, 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 I'm oh. leaning Russell Wilson. I'm leaning Russell Wilson over there. I'm picking Bills 49ers too. Why would you trade? Russell to your rival because they about to blow that thing up and you ain't winning nothing with Russell going forward. First off, the Niners is gonna trade Jimmy G and go with a young buck. They're not gonna bring in another quarterback and have a first round young buck on the bench. This is number three pick. <laughs> this ain't this ain't even talk, this ain't even talking like Jordan Love and he the 28th pick. I don't even know what he was. This number three pick, man. It was it was ten. He was the tenth pick. Jordan Love was he? Jordan Love. I think he was like no. I think he was like the top ten because the Packers is in the playoffs. How are they gonna have a ten? Jordan Love was a twenty-six pick in the draft. I knew it was something way down up in there. We talk about number three. <laughs> we talk about three, man. We talk about welcome to the NFL draft. Boom, Trey Lance. <laughs> Mitchell Trubisky playing, was man. Mitchell Trubisky was number two a couple years ago. <laughs> and he played. And he played. <laughs> the way things are looking, I won't be surprised if he go in his second year. I didn't. He not. He. We know, like, we seen him for one game, but he didn't, like, everybody didn't know if he was going to play or not. Nobody knew that Patrick Mahomes was going to be Patrick Mahomes, and, you know. Hey, if Trey Lance start, they in the Super Bowl. Bro, I'm not disagreeing with Trey Lance strictly because the NFC is wide open. Jimmy Garoppolo against the against the L.A. Rams was horrid. Trey Lance in there, they ain't, they ain't throwing the football at all in that second half. <laughs> they they running that thing, all right. So yeah, Trey Lance in that game. It's it's the Rex Grossman, Kyle Orton Super Bowl for the Bears. All right, you give that ball to Thomas Jones and Cedric Benson and call it a wrap. That's that that's why. Obviously, I want to say the Steelers, but I can't say the Steelers. So I, I think the Bills are gonna probably win the Super Bowl. There it is. Hey, all the, right. Bills, the Bills is not. Y'all, Bills y'all came around. Bad. Y'all came around at the end of the year for the final pod on my Bills train. I appreciate that, and thank you for both acknowledging that Cooper Cup is the best wide receiver in the game. Oh, I didn't acknowledge that. <laughs> <laughs> While you were sitting there in the stands, <laughs> hating to your wife about Cooper Cup, my man, my man, Seven Eleven. You know the reincarnation of Jordy Nelson got hey. busy in that final possession. Boy, Waffle House. I'm me? happy for him because they needed him, man. They needed every last ounce of his ability to make plays out there because they were struggling for a minute without OBJ. And I'm like, it's over. Eight catches for 92 yards and two touchdowns on the biggest stage in sports. All right? So shout out to Cooper Cup. Even though I I did hate the fact that as soon as the sack was made, Cooper Cup's name was mentioned by Chris Collinsworth. He was like, you got to think about the star power of Aaron Donald. And then, of course, Cooper Cup. I'm like, no, no, no. Aaron Donald just collapsed that pocket two two plays in a row. (laughs) Yeah, Aaron Donald wrecked that game because it was – it was one yard away from uh, Joe Mixon getting MVP. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and and we have Zach Taylor to thank 
for for not not getting Joe Mixon that MVP. All right, fellas, this has been a this has been a fun year, man. I've appreciated this time with you guys, and of course, Arjuna and and Chris and you know our guy Isaiah Blakely IB. We got a chance to hang out with him in LA. Uh, this has been cool. I, I look forward to doing this again next year, and I look forward to talking to you guys throughout the off season and throughout the draft process and getting y'all football information as always. So. For James Jones, Ryan Shazier, my man Chris Sutton, who is producing this thing, and Arjuna Ramkapol. By the way, shout out to Chris Sutton. Happy birthday to our guy Chris Sutton. Uh, this has been the Tuesday edition of the Ringer NFL Show, and we will see y'all next season.